Set your mind on things above with Taken, a metaphysical fantasy audio drama. He wanted a cure. He found the creator. Chapter 27 Fire Flames swirled around the base of the father tree, licking its limbs as it cut a path straight up the trunk toward the billowing canopy. The men, roused from their sleep at the sound of the ram's horn, formed a line from the river Gihon to the tree's base, tossing buckets of water from man to man until it dashed the Neshpanel barracks and storehouse with a steamy fizzle. Hopeless. Curse that bloody fool! One of the scouts shouted, coughing and covered in ash. Ravis will pay and his tribe, another Neshpanel yelled. Zohar got his due, the pack leader shouted. And when these flames die, so will the tribe of Cain. Yah! The scouts screamed their rallying cry. Save your anger for the flames. Enoch's voice was terse as he threw another bucket into the fire. By the ancient's grace, if we focus, we may be able to spare it yet. "'Spare me the prayer, bearer,' the first scout said. "'We will die in these flames. "'Where is our hidden father when we need him? "'You called down fire. "'Can you not call forth water and save the Alru?' "'I'll not toss another bucket, Enoch,' a man said, dropping his pail. "'My back is aching and my throat burns. "'The boy's right. "'Use the one mind and end this if you are the bearer.' "'Aye,' more men joined the bitter complaint. "'End this now, bearer.' "'Other scouts followed suit.' Pails hit the ground with a thud down the line. Even the blaze seemed to rebel as it surged higher up the trunk. Enoch waxed hot. Fools! The Ancient One does not do our bidding. We do his. Enoch grabbed his whip and slashed it toward the instigator, striking his hand. The man went to his knees. Our greed started this fire, and by our hands, we must extinguish it. You will pick up your buckets this instant. Enoch said, shining brighter than the flames surrounding him, and get to work. The sky lit up at the sound of his voice, and a bolt of lightning struck the discarded pail, charring it completely. Do as the bearer says, Father Jarrett shouted. The elders came to the front of the line and surrounded the base of the tree. All work resumed. We must not stop until the mist rises at Sunsbirth, Enoch commanded. Something tugged at the back of his cloak. What now? Enoch shouted. Two of his childling sons held their little cups out. They jumped, jostling water. Papa, we want to help put out the fire, but we cannot find Danny, the oldest one said, trying to hold back his tears. He sighed and dropped to his knees. Go to your mother. Enoch wiped the sweat from his brow and hugged them. I am sure he's with her. But we, the childling sobbed, we decided to spend the night in the treehouse with Matthew. We woke up when we heard Mama yelling, and then there was smoke everywhere. The fire was coming. We ran and ran all the way down and hid in the woods. We thought... Hush, Enoch said. Your mama's coming now. Danny is with her, I'm sure. Medici Dino ran toward the elders and dropped a pot of manta at their feet. Here are the last of our stores. You can use the rocks to form a trench. Stop it from spreading. Aye. Good thinking, woman. Father Jarrett set the men to work, digging a barrier. Tafara and the rest of the Medici followed Dina, dumping their loads of manta into a pile. Boys! Medici Dina ran toward Enoch and her sons. Thank the light. Where were you? Are you well? She grabbed each one, hugging and kissing them. I was looking all over for you. Where's Danny? 
We thought he was in front of us and now we can't find him. We want to help put out the fire so we can find Danny. The boys cried as they dipped their cups into Enoch's bucket and tossed water into the inferno. What are you saying? Enoch yelled, shaking the older son. Is Danny in the treehouse? A heavy branch engulfed in flames snapped from midway up the father tree and fell to the ground, setting off a fresh round of sparks near the waterline. The boy sobbed uncontrollably. My son! Medici Dina fell to her knees and covered her head with her hands. My Danny is inside! Father, help us! Enoch clutched his gut. It was on fire. The men nearby paused as a shout went down the line. There's a childling inside the barracks! Enoch grabbed Father Jarrett. Take over, I'm going in. Methuselah rushed to Enoch's side. I know all his hiding places. I can find him. No, Methuselah, it's too dangerous, Enoch protested. The burning in the pit of his stomach returned. The voice was soft and clear. Send Methuselah. Father, you are needed here. I will get him. Methuselah began dousing his clothes with water. He dipped lengths of rope into the water and wrapped them around his waist. I can find him, Papa. I'm going with you, Tafara insisted, dousing her clothes as well. First one to the top goes in. Don't be a fool, girl. Medicidina grabbed Tafara's arm. Let the men handle it. The tree is on fire. Not that one. Tafara pointed to the neighboring tree. We will scale it, cross over, and search from the top to the bottom. I, Methuselah agreed. You circle the perimeter, and I will go inside the upper decks and check each level. But how will you get him down? Medici Dino was screaming now, the tree is on fire! Free fall, Tavara said, already running to the base of the next tree. Not too far, and not too close, Methuselah joined in the chant, remembering the childhood game, and we land just right. What do you say, Captain? Anami asked Azam, shall I assist? Methuselah surprised himself and made it to the top of the neighboring father tree first. He whistled at Tafara, who arrived only moments later. She had already secured her line and was swinging around the top deck, calling out Danny's name. She whistled back, one short burst. Clear! Methuselah swung around the narrow opening in the tree and landed in the middle of the top platform. He gazed down the shaft, coughing as smoke blew up the hollow tunnel. He whistled twice. All clear! He extended his line and swung straight down to the second level. Danny! He did a quick circular sweep. Tafara passed by the second level window, checking the deck. She whistled once again. Clear! Methuselah repeated the protocol on the third level, already in rhythm with Tafara, making her round. He whistled twice, but before he could give the all clear, he gagged on smoke. The dark fumes were much thicker as he descended. Methu! Tafara yelled. She landed next to him on the third platform, and before he could protest, she tied a new line around him and pushed him out the opening. Breathe, she yelled. Let's rotate. Methuselah nodded, whistled once, and sucked in as much air as he could. He heard Tafara whistle twice. The fresh air cleared his mind, and he remembered. Danny is afraid of heights, though Danny would never admit that to his older brothers and followed them wherever they went. But alone, he would never venture this high in the watchtower. Tafara, he called out. I know where he is. In a moment, Tafara was by his side, coughing and covered in ash. He held three fingers up and pointed down. On the count of three, they extended their lines, stepped off the limb, and fell with arms crossed over their chest three levels down. They landed in unison midway up the tower. The flames were just below. Tafara's eyes were grim. 
Together, she masked her face with a wet skin he held two fingers up. Methuselah imitated the move. Simultaneously, they swung through the narrow opening and landed on the center platform. Piles of alru burned all around them. The aroma offset the toxic fumes. Danny! Methuselah yelled, tears streaming down his face. Inside the tower's pulley shelf sat his youngest brother, curled up like a ball, with his face buried in a bag of alru. The blaze surrounded him. Danny! Suddenly, the fire surged up the center shelf just underneath Danny. Bounce and kick, Tafara yelled. She threw her long dagger into the shelf above Danny's head and leaped into the flames before Methuselah could stop her. Using the dagger's handle as leverage, she grabbed Danny with her free arm. Methuselah prepared himself for impact, knowing she would kick away from the center support and bounce back to him. She barged into Methuselah with force, knocking the wind out of him just as he kicked away from the landing and threw the lookout with Tafara and Danny in his arms. A gust of wind rushed through the tree's canopy, setting the branches on fire. Limbs from the upper level caught fire and snapped as another strong breeze scattered the flames in every direction. Cut the line, Tafara yelled, clutching Danny even tighter. On two, Methuselah said, wrapping his wet cloak around them. Not too close. Not too far, he sliced the rope and leaned back, and we land. They tumbled against the tips of the branches in the neighboring father tree, avoiding most of the flames until their free fall ended with a tumble and roll onto the ground. Just right, Tafara ended the rhyme. Danny, Medici Dina cried, snatching the boy from Tafara's arms as Enoch dumped a barrel of water over them. Tafara lay flat on her back, heaving. Methuselah coughed, still choking from the smoke. My son, Dina sobbed, rocking the limp child in her arms. Mama is here, my love. Mama is here. Enoch hovered over them, praying until sun's birth turned darkness to light and the mist of Adama rose from the ground, quenching the flames. Finally, the men dropped their pails and collapsed. A scout from Nod emerged from the trail, running full speed. What an Adama happened here. He doubled over, panting and coughing. The scout from Nod surveyed the devastation. Only the scorched trunk of the father tree remained. He bowed his head and fell at Enoch's feet when he saw the woman cradling the boy. Sorry to trouble thee, Bera. Please send some Alru, and I will leave you be. We will bring the sacrifice for Mother Zilla's sake. We must have it for Nema. How is he? Methuselah asked. Enoch sat next to Danny, stroking his head. He is in the ancient's hands now. Danny's pudgy cheeks were flushed, his forehead hot to the touch. I got the Alru for you, Papa. His little voice strained. His breathing was thin and labored, coming fewer and shorter between. I saved some for you, Papa. Don't try to talk, Danny, Enoch said, choking back bitter tears. You must rest so you can get well. Medici Dina was pounding a mixture with her little stone hammer in the pot. He will be good as new. You will see. Just a little more alru is all we need. You'll see. She beat the pot with ferocity. But Methuselah started. Enoch held a finger to his lips and shook his head. Not now. Danny was covered in alru, all that anyone could find. Enoch, a barely audible voice, called from the entrance. May we... Come, he answered, never taking his eyes off Danny. The elders filed in behind Mother Eve, their faces somber and kind. Enoch did not want to see sympathy, 
He kept his eyes on Danny. Did Rafa's confess? Enoch's voice was terse. That Blackheart showed no remorse, Father Seth said. It was all I could do to keep the scouts from killing him on the spot. He was proud of it, Father Jared added. He said it served us well, said it was our due for what happened to Zohar. Enoch nodded. Rafa's only said what he had been thinking. A son for a son. It was painfully fair. What do you say, Bearer? Shall we have justice for Danny and the Alru? Another elder said. We can send the dead back to the tribe of Cain by son's birth. No, Enoch said quietly. What do you mean, no? Medici Dina demanded. That snake hurt our Danny. This will make us weak in their eyes, Father Jarrett began. There will be no more blood on my hands, Enoch said. Our Nesh Pinnell had no sympathy for Zohar when they locked him in the tower for stealing. All he wanted was some fresh alru for his father, Raphas, and now we know why. Father Seth bowed his head. When we learned Zohar died from overexposure, did we show sympathy? We knew the air in the vault was risky. Did we take responsibility? All the elders lowered their heads, even Mother Eve. I remember my exact words, Enoch said. Thieves get their just reward, and we all agreed to our shame, so there will be no revenge Deliver Rafa's to their seat of council and let them judge their own. He grabbed the little sack Danny saved from the fire and pushed it into Father Jared's hands. This is what we should have given to Zohar. Escort Shalal and her mother back to the Medici women of Nod with the last of the Alru. May it aid all the sons of Adam. Enoch leaned over Danny and brushed the matted hair away from his face, praying silently. The absence of the voice confirmed his guilt. This is my fault. I should have. Mother Eve placed a hand on his back and knelt by him. One last gift, she said. Something soft and heavy draped across his shoulders. Enoch touched the familiar fringe, surprised. But I've made so many errors. The voice spoke to me, he said. This belongs to you. Father Adam would be proud. Father Seth laid his hand on Enoch's head. For a man to acknowledge his sin is what pleases the Ancient One most. Let it be so. Enoch pulled his arms through the slits and draped the hood over his head. The quest for Alru being called the bearer, wearing Adam's mantle, was heavy and empty now. The tiny breath stopped with a long sigh. Unable to hold back his grief any longer, Enoch wailed and stretched himself over the lad. Enoch's tears flowed, running down the boy's cheeks. Hands were on his back, moaning and praying. Fire traveled down his back, through his arms and to his hands. Use your authority, the voice said. This concludes this chapter of Taken, a metaphysical fantasy audio drama. If you enjoyed this excerpt and just can't wait for the next chapter, Download Taken ebook through Amazon Kindle and read it for free with Amazon Prime. Also, please check back for upcoming chapters of Taken on this podcast. Remember, eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Please share this uplifting read with your friends and get ready to soar. Thank you again for listening and may the favor of the Ancient One be on you.